This is not psychotherapy. Dr. Wills does not have a provider-patient relationship with this guest. These are just two people talking about emotions. Welcome to Give a Actually with your host, Dr. Alex Wills. This is Dr. Alex Wills with Give a Fuck Actually. Today I have Tawa Giwa with us. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. I'm excited. So a little bit about Tawa. Pull up her bio. So she grew up in Lagos, Nigeria. She was raised by a single parent and she's the last of three siblings. In 2019, she decided to study abroad. And she's in her third year majoring in mechanical engineering at Boise State University. That's great. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your background, a little bit about your story? Sure. My name is Tawa, as you introduced me, and I'm from Lagos, Nigeria. I'm also from the Yoruba tribe, and that's like my parents' tribe. I grew up in Nigeria all of my life, and I came here for college. So it's been a culture shock and a learning experience, and it's been amazing. You have a pretty interesting story about your involvement with robots and your fast engineering stuff. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? So in high school, I was just a student that wanted more aside education. Like I just wanted to do more. And so I joined the robotics club. And ever since then, we've been, we've been practicing every Saturdays. And then we had a competition and we signed up for it. And we actually represented my country, which is Nigeria, in 2017 in Washington, D.C. And it was amazing. There were 167 countries represented and I had the best time of my life. And as I was walking on the George Washington campus, because that was where we were, I told a friend that I would love to come back here to study. And here I am three years later at Boise State. (laughs) So Tawa, you had a chance to read a little bit of my new book, Give a Fuck Actually. Any thoughts, anything helpful in it so far? I know you're not all the way done with it yet. (laughs) All thanks to school, guys. I did read the book and I like the part where you're supposed to accept your emotions and work on it. And so one thing I tend to do is journal when I'm feeling sad and listen to sad music, obviously. (laughs) So I journal and write about how I feel, even though I can't really understand the emotions. I just try to like understand my feeling at that point in time. So this podcast is a bit of an experiment in trying to follow emotions and see what we can learn about even like the uncomfortable, painful ones. Have you thought of any current or recent or past situations that you wanted to Maybe delve into. Definitely. So I left my country when I was, what, 18. And I'm a bit of a mama's girl. Like, I always go out with my mom. She's basically my best friend. So when I was leaving, a lot of people told me that you're not going to make it. You're going to want to come back home because you're always with your mom. So three years, I haven't seen my mom. And it's like, it's a lot for a young adult. Like, you kind of need your parents around to talk about. So that's a lot I've been dealing with, like, just missing my mom. A lot. (laughs) Okay. So the first step, of course, is to drop the F-shield. And then 
underneath those defense mechanisms or the shield emotions, there's those more, you know, vulnerable emotions. What kind of defense mechanisms or shield emotions do you notice that maybe protect you or help you avoid feeling sad or vulnerable when you think about missing your mom? Okay. I don't call my mom often. And that's something she like complains about. So we use WhatsApp and I can like do a video call with her, but I just don't usually call her. I call her maybe like once in a week, just because I don't want to miss her that much. Another thing I feel like my brain helped me is to like forget my mom. So, I mean, I know I, I know her face. I know what she looks like, but I can't really like relate to like all the experiences we had. Just I, just, I just like that's how my brain is coping with it. And so it's strange, but yeah. It's interesting with the shield emotions, anything that kind of helps us avoid not feeling those painful sort of sad emotions it could be anger or it could be almost kind of like a numbness or just sort of feeling meh like kind of some people describe feeling sort of like like a zombie or just like a lack of emotions when we don't want to face emotions that can be kind of painful any any other kind of shield emotions or Instead of feeling sad or feeling vulnerable, do you notice yourself feeling maybe distant or somehow like disconnected? I don't know. Uh, maybe distant. Like, I, I think I can relate to that. Um, another thing is that I just can't like process the emotion. Like I don't really understand this. I also think I tend to like get close to people more. So I'm like a lot more friendly and maybe nicer. <laughs> I don't know, like it just made me become a lovable person in general. So, yeah. That's good. We, we also don't want to like throw the baby out with the bathwater because the shield emotions and the defense mechanisms and the things that we do to help ourselves survive and feel, you know, not so bad. There's value in that sometimes the short term, maybe, you know, longer term. But those painful emotions underneath are also there for a reason they're there to help us and so moving on to step two of radical emotional acceptance if you had to name the emotions what's sort of on your list of the different sad vulnerable emotions that come up when you think about like your situation missing family missing your mom that definitely yeah maybe vulnerable because i tend to share a lot and i used to not i was a really shy person growing up and so now I become like more like a person that people can relate to in a way. So I tend to share a lot about myself, about my experiences. And yeah. So when you when you share those kind of sad, vulnerable emotions, you find that it actually draws people closer to you. So they're actually serving kind of a good purpose in that way. How do you find people will respond? A lot of people are like, just think of me as a family. Like, you know, I have a, like host family. I mean, I have you and your family. So people just tend to like treat me a lot better and nicer. And I, I mean, everyone wants to be treated nicely. So it's kind of good. There are good things to it. I'm trying to imagine so sad, vulnerable, other emotions that come to mind, maybe lonely or disconnected. I'm thinking... I'm like imagining myself in those situations where I was like feeling just kind of, uh, I don't know, 
may, maybe hopeless or I mean, sometimes it can kind of get bad and you could feel that kind of raw hopelessness even or even a sense of just despair sometimes. I don't know. Can you think of any other associated feelings or emotions that come up for you? I do feel lonely. I also sometimes feel like I don't belong anywhere because like the part of me that I know is no longer there. So I just sort of, I'm trying to find myself every time. So yeah. And notice like I'm imagining people that are watching or listening to this already are having like their empathy kind of awakened because as I, you know, connect with you hearing this, it it makes me really feel like what it might be like to be in your shoes. And, and it's very relatable. I think we've all been in some way, we've been in situations where we are distant from people that we love and want to be close to. And, and that, that's a, that's a sense of loss too, I guess, this idea that you are the, the person that you used to be it is no longer there. Can you talk a little bit more about what that that's like? I mean, I was never the kind of person that, like, cared about. I mean, I love my friends, but I realized I tend to miss people a lot more because I've become, like, really attached. And that was never me. Like, if I had my mom and my sister, I'm good. Like, like I'm fine. But now it's like, you know, I get really attached to people. And, like, I tend to miss them a lot, you know. So that was never me. That, like, Yeah. And like, I used to share my emotions with my mom and now I write about it or I just sit in my room and maybe cry about it, you know? So yeah, just that part of me is just not there anymore. And that's, you know, so relatable to just, I think as we all go through the process of, you know, even just growing up and individuating from our family of origin and sort of realizing that we are like autonomous and that we have like our own lives. There's a lot that goes on. The next step is to be curious about the emotions. You know, step number three, to listen to the F or listen to the emotions and try to figure out what good are all these painful emotions? What, what good is the sadness? What is that doing for you? What good is the loneliness? What good is that sense of maybe despair or I guess that, that kind of lack of, that lack of connection? I, I don't know if there's also some fear that happens too, but what, what are all these painful, uncomfortable emotions you think possibly there for if they're not just there to make you feel bad? <laughs> I think it makes me value the people in my life. So, cause I know like there'll be a time where I won't have them around anymore. And so I just value when I meet a friend or anyone basically. Another one is, okay. I just thought about this. <laughs> okay. So I've been trying to be a better person for myself and for my mom and family. Cause they're all like proud of me. So it also makes me do better, do better in life, do better in school and just every aspect of my life and trying to be a better person in general. I guess the opposite would be if you didn't have any of these uncomfortable emotions, then you may not really be so motivated to appreciate 
people and relationships. And when you grow up and you always have your mom and your sister, it's maybe easy to take it for granted because you just think they're always going to be there like that. And yeah, yeah, can learn a lot from that. Um, it has also helped me improve my communication skills because the way I grew up in a different place, it's not, you don't really hear your mom tell you, I love you every day, you know? I don't think my mom ever said that, but I know she loves me because like the things she does, like the way she takes care of me, that just shows that she loves you. But now I tend to tell people I love you. And that wasn't something I grew up with. So it's been, it's been interesting. Yeah. And we've kind of already touched a lot on the fourth step, which is to to act on the F or to decide with our emotional wisdom what to do. So based on these painful emotions, based on the emotional wisdom, what have you been doing and what do you think you could be doing to, to make the best decisions and to take the best action for reaching your own desires in life and relationships? Being better at communicating my feelings with people, valuing the people in my life more, being a better person. Yeah been there for people like I love people you know I'm very community oriented so yeah it's made me realize the value other people have in my life and just try to be a better person for them yeah as we've been talking about this today do you feel like you are learning anything or gaining any insight or are you having thoughts about things that you didn't quite think about or is this stuff that you kind of have already been thinking about so far? I mean, it helped me understand my emotions and maybe why I'm feeling those emotions. Like I've always felt like maybe I'm just being extra. And so now it's like, it's normal. Like you're, you're away from your family. Like you're supposed to feel that way. That definitely. And it also like, it's helping me realize that I need to journal more because I stopped journaling. Oh um, Yeah. And maybe started, I should start reaching out to my mom often and not just once a week. <laughs> That's awesome. The final step is to thank the F or to find sincere gratitude for the painful emotions. Because if you can find gratitude for the emotions that were a problem that you needed to get rid of or fix or whatever, then there's no longer a battle. You're no longer in a war with yourself. You're no longer trying to fix yourself and to not have the emotions to get rid of the sadness, to get rid of the loneliness, to somehow medicate it away or whatever. So for you, are there any reasons that you have sincere thankfulness for the painful emotions at this point? I mean, I wouldn't... <laughs> I would like to see my mom and not like feel those emotions, you know, but at the same time, I think being away from her has made me grow. And so I've found who I am. And although she's not part of the process and I would love to share with her in the future, I just feel like I've found myself. And if I was with her, I probably wouldn't have found myself at 21, you know? So I'm kind of glad that happened. Yeah. It's really painful to miss somebody, I think, that emotion of like sadness, longing, 
a part of step three is part of the emotional wisdom is to realize what emotional needs that you have that are not being met. Emotional needs, desires, things you want, things that you like that are like not part of your life. What's on your list of any desires or emotional needs that you discovered were not being met and then maybe you figured out a way to get those met or you're still kind of searching maybe? I'm trying to think real hard. Even basic stuff like just sort of our need for companionship or our need for attention, like basic things that we kind of like from people we care about. Okay, I'll just go with attention. Yeah, so I, oh, this is tough. <laughs> so I have, you know, I'm grown. And so I have a partner or a, a boyfriend. And so, you know, just like being with him and just seeing how he cares for me, like just seeing how other people would care for you that are not like necessarily your family has been like an eye-opening experience. Awesome. Well, do you have any other thoughts that you wanted to talk about? Any other examples that are kind of coming up or is there anything that, that we missed that you wanted to go into? So sometimes I feel like I just feel numb. I just have this feelings that I can't really process. So how do you deal with something that you can't really categorize as happy, sad, you know, you don't really understand the feelings yourself. Yeah. I think of uh, numbness as maybe another shield emotion because if you're feeling numb to where something really good happens and you don't feel happy and something bad happens, but you don't give a fuck, you don't, you don't give a shit about it. You're just kind of like, it's almost like this uh, shield or this force field around you and nothing can touch you. So in one way you're protected, but at the same time, you're kind of distant from your own emotions. Is that kind of what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that goes, you know, back to step one of recognizing that you have uh, some kind of a shield going on. And then to get to step two, the secret ingredient is really curiosity. So you start to become curious about what, what uncomfortable or painful emotions am I avoiding by that the numbness is like trying to hide. Uh, one of my friends had this really cool analogy I liked a lot, which is, if you imagine this numbness is this like giant, like ice wall between you and me. And no matter how hard you try, you can't see beyond the ice wall. But if you focus your attention on it, almost like this uh, electric beam of heat, the ice wall will start to melt. And you might notice some things coming out of it that are not very comfortable. Um, but you're no longer trying to hide from them and you're sort of like welcoming them and then you can start to tune into it more. So, <laughs> but in real time, if you can just imagine like the last time you were kind of feeling this numbness and look at, look with curiosity, what do you feel like might be underneath that numbness for you? Loneliness, maybe unsatisfied, like just wanting more to like what I have right now. I mean, like in school, not like wanting more, just, I'm not talking about money. I mean, that would be good, <laughs> but just like wanting more for yourself. I mean, I know I've accomplished a lot, but it's like hard for you to see it when, you know, you're surrounded by people doing great and like 
you know so yeah in other words like being numb might not hurt as bad as being lonely or being faced with i don't have what other people have like other people have their family here with them other people have uh they've achieved success or whatever or they have like i guess you you already have your relationships so <laughs> you got that box checked right now but being numb is less painful than allowing yourself to have those painful emotions but coming back to the flip side what what are those painful emotions showing you as far as the desires so for example loneliness or dissatisfaction what is that what's kind of the opposite of loneliness or what's the opposite of dissatisfaction what's the opposite of these like painful emotions that are showing you kind of desires that you have what are you desiring okay it just helps you like realize what you want and maybe like maybe you should work towards it you know if you want people in your life maybe you should be part of a club and try to build a community of people if you want to be better maybe you should just work on it and just do it rather than just being sad about it you know and that's that's kind of the the motivation of how these painful emotions can become your ambition and motivation to start to work hard right and move into step 4 which is acting on the f or starting to use the power of these emotions to take action towards getting your needs met and that's where creativity comes in because you might know what you want and you might not know how to get it but that's a good problem to have because you at least know what you want and so now you can start to take steps and to get help you need to get onto the road to um getting that met do you have any examples that come to mind of things that big things small things relationship things that you want now or later that you might not necessarily know how to just manifest right away so one thing i definitely need is like an like a engineering internship um i do know the process to like work into was it but i'm also someone who is like afraid of rejection and so a lot of times i tend to not like do it cuz i'm like scared of like being rejected yeah. you know fear is another emotion that's very powerful what what good is fear the fear of being rejected why is that actually a good thing how is that fear in particular helping you with this example of wanting to get like an internship i honestly have no idea i just think it's protecting me from that rejection in general i, I don't think it's beneficial in the long term yeah so i like to think of fear as just simply making us aware of a potential threat and if you go for it and you fail you're going to feel a lot of sad painful emotions however if you don't go for it then you're guaranteed to not get what you want and so you're going to sort of end up in the same boat so fear's making you aware and then you get to decide is it worth it is it worth the risk what are you risking by trying for it you think nothing <laughs> Not if I don't get it, I would still just be in the same position. But if I do get it, that's like when I'm going to be better. So, yeah. 
So anybody out there with engineering internship, please contact us for Tawa. She's amazing. Any other final thoughts, any questions, anything else that you were thinking about? This has been amazing. And I hope my mom listens to it. And just, I love you, just so you know. <laughs> we're going to be big in Nigeria soon. So everybody's going to watch this, I hope. Anyway, thanks so much, Tawa. Do you have a way that people, if they wanted to reach out, should they just contact us and we could forward it to you? Okay. All right. You don't want more followers on Twitter right now? <laughs> and maybe on Instagram. And it's just Tawa Giwa. That's all. I'm very basic. Awesome. Thanks so much. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. This is Dr. Alex Wills with Give a F Actually. Make sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks for watching. Make sure to check out the merch store. RadicalEmotionalAcceptance.com Bye. Bye. Speak.